This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The whole Chinese government interfering in Canadian election story continues to develop. Uh, it's been announced that six members of the Standing Committee on Procedure and House Affairs have uh, requested that they expand the scope of the study on foreign election interference in Canada to include these latest findings that were reported by the Globe and Mail on Friday. Uh, the Globe and Mail reported that China had deployed a sophisticated strategy in the 2021 election to defeat conservative candidates and attempt to support the federal liberals winning a minority government. And this was all um, disclosed through various documents that came from CSIS. In the meantime, lots of questions about who knew what, when, what were Canadians told about about what there's as we say there's committees and panels that are looking into foreign interference and have been going back a number of elections, but this deals with the most recent one, and all the other stuff we've talked about was in the prior election. So, how much was known about influence in the 2021 election, and what was done about it? I think is the question. Joining us now to get into that is Dr. Lisa Young, who is a political scientist. Uh, Dr. Young, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing with all the snow down there? Are you okay? <laughs> this morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're at u of c so you're dealing with the uh the snowstorm that's happening in calgary um uh, speaking of storms this is a storm of controversy and all kinds of questions i know you've been talking about it on the weekend on twitter at least this is a really really damning report that was in the globe and mail something that i think all canadians need to take extremely seriously right i absolutely agree you know in a democracy we have to be ever so careful that we're looking after our electoral institutions. Um, if, if we start not trusting the outcomes of elections, it's a really slippery slope. So I think that everyone should be paying attention and we, we need to be asking questions about this. Now, the Prime Minister was asked questions about this on Friday. Can Canadians trust in the integrity of our last election that was held in 2021? He said... China is trying to interfere in Canadian democracy, including elections, but he says it remains clear that Canadians were the ones who decided the outcome of the two recent federal elections. Can he rightfully say that? I've heard a lot of analysts say, I don't, I mean, he knows something we don't know because based on this interference, how can you say that if you can, can, it was a free and fair election? We know there was interference. I mean, how concerned are you that maybe our elections aren't free and fair at this point? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a couple of ways of, of looking at this. You know, he certainly has more information available yes. to him than the rest of us do. And, uh, you know, how how extensive was the scope of this? We, we just don't know. I guess the other thing to say, though, is it's extraordinarily difficult to reach the standard of saying that something affected the outcome of the election decisively, right? And and so, you know, if, 
if this were in court and they were trying to, you know, someone was trying to say that there should be a new election in, in one of these electoral districts because there had been interference, meeting that bar of saying that, yes, the, the uh, Chinese interference was sufficient that it changed the outcome of the election would be a really tough test to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, political scientists try to understand what uh, shapes the outcomes of elections, but I'm not sure that we have the tools to be so precise as to say that one way or another. Now, our government has talked about this before and and told Canadians that, you know what, there are different governments that try and interfere with Canadian elections and we're doing everything we can to try and prevent it. But that was focused primarily on Russia, I think. This is the first time that we have this clear evidence of China and we know there's a long history of China making things uh, difficult for I mean, there's that whole relationship that's been called into question so many times. So how different is it now that we have documentation that the the Chinese government was actively involved? Yeah, you know, it, it's really interesting because after the American election in uh, when, when uh, Donald Trump was elected, um, there were all sorts of allegations about Russia getting right. involved yeah. using social media, right? And and so the the federal liberals took this very seriously. CISA took it seriously. We saw all kinds of reports, um, and China really wasn't seen as a major player there. So while while we were looking for one kind of interference and from one one or a number of particular sources instead we get something that's much less high tech it's you know some of it was allegedly on social media using wechat <laughs> but some of it was just old fashioned you know giving uh, people money to to give to candidates right which mm-hmm. which breaks election financing laws so so we weren't looking for this. But to answer your question of uh, the Chinese government being involved, I, I think it absolutely does uh, raise the, the stakes of this because it's not just a case of election laws allegedly being broken, but a foreign government getting actively involved in the the outcome of uh, the Canadian election in this way. And it really raises questions about, you know, what representatives of the, the government of China are doing here on Canadian soil. What about what we've done as a country? And, and this speaks directly to the issue at hand in terms of how we handle, you know, Chinese aggression or interference or however you want to characterize it um the fact that we in these documents <laughs> there is a known uh i think she works at uh, one of the embassies or one of the consulates in, in british columbia who has openly bragged about the fact that she prevented two people from being elected uh, the chinese government was successful in their efforts as far as i know she's still in canada probably still working i mean do we need to take the kind of stand like hey it's time for you to go do we is that do we need to take it that far and show that much outrage over what we've learned well, I think, you know, when we think about the um, the actions that are available to the government of Canada when it's uh, presented with this kind of, of evidence that CSIS has, uh, has gathered, um, I, I do think that a diplomatic response is the most likely. And, you know, expelling diplomats um, is, is absolutely one of the things that would be available yeah. to the government and maybe the most obvious one. And since there's a particular individual involved, it would send a very clear message. So, you know, it's an interesting question. Why hasn't this action been taken? Why haven't we done anything? Yeah. Um, going into a next election, which, as you know, we've got a minority parliament. It could happen 
in six weeks. It could have happened in two years. Um, what needs to be done so that we can go into that vote feeling like we are the ones that are driving the bus? Well, I, you know, I think it's a good thing that uh, Parliament is looking at this. It's it's appropriate to look and say, look, is the Canada Elections Act up to the challenge of the kinds of things that have come out here? Um, I think certainly, you know, questions need to be raised. If CSIS is aware of violations of uh, election finance rules, have these been passed on to the Commissioner of Elections Canada, who can then uh, investigate and, and uh, charge people who were involved in this? Again, it would send an important message. But I, I think we certainly do need to have an open and public conversation about this so that everyone can be confident that, you know, in the next election, we don't expect to see foreign governments uh, getting involved. And if they do, the mechanisms that are in place, um, you, you know, so that the public is aware, so that party leaders are aware that all of those are going to be used appropriately, because we really want, you know, whatever the outcome of the next election is, we want Canadians to be confident yeah. that it, it was... Canadians who made the the decision uninfluenced by foreign governments. Yeah, that has to be the over. Put all party politics aside. If there's anything that can make us do it, it should be this. Even if it helps your guy win, you can't allow other countries to be meddling in our elections. That should be a, a bedrock issue for all Canadians. Absolutely. Yeah. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. As always, I really appreciate your time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.